church has lost their mind. I'm on it, baby. Turn the table. Get, get out. I don't care what you have to say. Get out. Just stop. Put it down, please. I don't want any more of this. You gotta play. You turn the table. Hey, man, let me get my phone. We gotta record this right here. Look at this. These people going acting a fool. Hey, please, please. Just, just you turn the table. Like the way it is. We don't need you to turn anything. Just put it down. Stop it. Yo, yo. Peace, peace. Peace, peace. <laughs> what it do? What it do? <laughs> yo, give me. Give me some greetings that they say like in, in other parts. They say, of um, salutations. Salutations. Uh, good. <laughs> Namaste. That's, that's India. Yeah. I'm trying to think. When I was in Cali, Assalamu alaikum. What up, fool? Yeah, it's, it's, all type, it's all type of stuff. Are you talking about like in the country? Yeah, yeah, in the country, yeah. What's popping? What's good? How What's you? cracking? What's cackling? What's cracking? Like, yeah. Well, all of that. Everything yeah, we just said. What's up, man? How y'all feeling? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you at. We don't know what country you're in, what state you're in, but we just sending you guys our blessings, saying what up to you, peace and all of that. What's good with you, man? I'm doing great, man. Just um, I'm I'm grateful and just looking forward to whatever we're talking about because you know how we do. We just turn on the mic, yeah, hit record. And then whatever the Holy Spirit kind of lays on, he's not he's not lying. Do it, yeah. For those who are, you know, I don't know, somebody could be probably just listening to this one mm-hmm. and haven't had a chance to check all the other joints out. But we literally, anytime we say, "Oh, what are we going to talk about?" It, it just it doesn't happen. Nah. I just literally was about to get on the mic and I had a whole thing I wanted to speak about, and just like, oh snap, like, nah. And I think I think the reason why is because. Whenever you have an, an, an agenda mm-hmm. or whenever you have intentions behind something that you're saying or you're doing, it kind of removes the ability of the Holy Spirit being able to say, yo, I just want to be free, yo. Yeah. Can I be free? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Whole spontaneousness. Yeah. Just whatever comes to mind. It's like freestyling or going in the studio and writing something. You know what's so crazy, yo? <laughs> it was crazy. I tried freestyling in the middle mm-hmm. of me freestyling. I try to throw something that I written and it just messes nah, up. It never, never comes out good. Pe- it never. And people who actually do it can tell. Yeah, people who <laughs> yeah, actually do yeah, it for a living, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 I love it. I love it. Well, we know June 29th, 2020. It's crazy because we don't even know how many years later somebody could be listening to this, but mm-hmm. June 29th, 2020. Is an amazing, uh, different time. It's just amazing and it's different at the same time. And um, you could have a whole bunch of other people that could say it's crazy, catastrophic, mm-hmm. uh, all different type of words. Tragic. Tragic. Um, but, um, biblical. 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 Yeah. yeah. It's just really a different time. Yeah. Um, being able to see, you know, what it is that is happening we got dust clouds coming from across the yeah, world. Yeah, from Africa. We have, yeah, we have just heat waves. It's just, oh, it's just a lot, lot, lot going on. But mm-hmm. we don't know where you're at, uh, what your situation, what your circumstance. Just know that right now, as you're listening to this, you have an opportunity to obtain peace. Amen. In all circumstances, in all situations, and everything that you could be going through. No matter what it is, no matter what's going on, we are able to operate in peace right now. Yeah. And I feel good, bro. 
I feel great too, man. I feel I feel really good. Yeah. You know, somebody yeah. seen some pictures that I was posting up mm-hmm. um, on social media, and the first thing they did was hit me privately. They said, "Are you are you are you not afraid of the the virus? You're mm. really you're really going out there, right? Yeah." And I was like, "Oh snap! I forgot. Like I literally, <laughs> I, I know, literally, I, know, I literally forgot." I know that happens to me often too, man. <laughs> like people will think I'm talking about one thing, and then they'll they'll be talking about the virus, and I I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about I, that. I, I, I'm telling you, it didn't even cross my mind, yeah, bro. It was crazy. some stuff to where they was just like, like the other day we went to a certain store, and my mm-hmm. wife was like, yo, you can't go in there without a mask. I was like, says who? And she was like, no, they just passed something to where you can't go in that specific store without a mask. Yeah, certain st- like Costco. Won't let you in without a mask. I don't have a mask, bro. Yeah. Like, she literally, I'm like, Some yo. places give you the mask. Not all places require the mask. Mm-hmm. Um, Costco would provide it for you at the door if you didn't have one. Now they stopped doing that. But I did see an interesting headline today that a Starbucks employee who refused service to someone because they didn't have a mask got like $80,000 worth of tips, probably from like a GoFundMe or something like that, you know. That's how usually people something happens in the media. Then everyone's like, "Yo, let's raise money for this person for Dang. doing the right thing or whatever." Wow! But yeah, so that paid off. Okay, <laughs> bro. I, I <laughs> but anyway, but <laughs> I just know that the person like kind of put me in a place to where I'm just like, "Wow, I'm yeah. not, I'm not even, I'm even con- not concerned about these things." It's not that I'm not paying attention like heavy to the news or any type of way because you can't. Not see it. It's just not on the forefront of our yeah, minds. Yeah, it's just not. Like, yeah. I'm somewhere else. My wife had to remind me. Yeah. And I was like, nah, that's not true. And she said, Fontaine, this this, this, this is really, like, yeah. the new life. Right. Like, yo, this is really the new life. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, snap. I right. So sometimes I got to mm-hmm. snap out of it yeah. and realize, okay, even though I'm in this world and I'm not of it, Mm-hmm. I still have to, you know, pay attention to what's going on behind closed doors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's really real. It's not like I I read had some news and stuff, and it's just crazy nowadays with news. But that's another story. But yeah, man, it's just that's the scripture I was thinking about was you're in the world but not of the world. Mm-hmm. So like in the forefront of my mind, I'm not thinking because I'm not like scared of of the pandemic. So for me, I'm not walking around with it on my heart like a burden or heavy, any kind of yeah, heaviness yeah. to me I'm walking around just free you know what I'm saying and some it's people, natural yeah and some people might say oh that's being ignorant or dumb but it's, it's who you I are peace so it's, it's, it's yeah. who you are it's, yeah. it's certain things that like yeah, it it's certain yeah. things that my wife will wear when nobody's here mm-hmm. and it's certain things she'll wear she, she will wear when somebody's here at the house Right. You know what I mean? So it's 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 a totally different freedom that we operating in. Yeah. Totally different freedom and it has to do with your comfortability. Right. So I am so comfortable in this situation yeah. to where it doesn't cause me to be able to switch up and, and, and start like stressing about it or start worrying about it to yeah. where I'm just like following what's going on. But it kinda puts me in a place to where I just like, okay. I, for the way that I move and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I got to sit here because now, now certain stores I go into, I got to have a mask in my glove <laughs> yeah, box. Yeah, like literally you cannot go in. So. I got to have it in my glove yeah, box. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's it's one of those things. So even though we operate in peace and we, we good money and stuff, we know that there's people out there that might not have the same you know measure of 
these things that we're operating in. But we just know that, you know, if you're listening to this, then Mm -hmm. we are declaring right now to you, your household, and everybody connected to you that the spirit of peace, man, won't just visit with you, but come stay with you. And you guys will rock out. And um, just live inside of you. Yeah. And walk around and carry it with you wherever you go. Yeah. Prince of Peace, man. Yeah, because we just got hit up last night. You know, mm-hmm. my man hit me up late last night on Facebook, said to pray for his his daughter and his son-in-law. Yeah. Because they, they both contracted, and these are a man and woman of God, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, Michael and Linda <clears throat> over there at the South Point Community Church. Like, they, mm-hmm. they love the work that they do. They're youth ministers. They take yeah. care of the kids over there. Right. You know Mike, right? Michael Linda, the older gentleman. I think if I've seen him by face, it's been a while. Yeah, he I loves working know. with the kids over yeah. there. But yeah. his daughter and, you know, his son-in-law contracted it, and they want us mm-hmm. to make sure we put, you know, them in our prayers. And it's like, yeah. wow, like, there's people out there to where it, it is real enough Definitely, man. to where it can cause you to sit here and just... You need an increase in peace. Yeah, for sure. So we just throwing that out there to you guys, man. And it's not like we're denying the existence of coronavirus or nothing. It's just we don't, we like the way we choose to live in our faith, we just don't even honestly think about it. Which is funny because me and you didn't discuss this before we started talking about it. But (laughs) we we have the same mentality when it comes to it. Like, you know, I'm thinking about other things. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's real. And, you know, prayers go to Mike and Linda. Mike it? and Linda, yeah. Mike and Linda. Yeah. Even my aunt and uncle um, from up north in Rhode Island, they were planning on visiting in a few weeks. But then, you know, once recently the news uh, of, like, corona spikes, mm-hmm. corona cases in Florida started spiking up, they called me and told me they wouldn't, wasn't coming. So I was like, man, that sucks, but I understand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it sucks, but I understand. It, it, it yeah. is what it is, man. Yeah. Just, They're a little I, older. They're in their, you know, late 50s. Yeah, we've seen a lot of changing in the last, mm-hmm. you know, couple of weeks, man. Yeah. I know that for for me leaving the country in about three weeks, there's stuff that I have to start studying also, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes to leaving, coming back. Yeah, and, that's right. And all of that, this stuff. So I got to dig in, you know. You know the information that's out there, so I can know and be aware of what I have to do. But it's it's really tough, man. Twenty twenty has been not holding back nothing. Nah, you bro. know, for those who was mm-hmm. ready, you know, shout out to you, much respect. But for those who are surprised at what this year had for us, and we're about to be seven months in. Yeah. So we got five more months for this whole year, and we're believing out of all of this. I mean, we, we want a, a, a whole year, a whole year. It's we been want, a long year, too, It's man. been a long year. Like, it's only been just approaching July now, but it feels like two years, it, bro. bro. <laughs> it feels like this is the longest it, this year can't be, ever, This bro. can't be, like, yeah. 2020 got to bring, got to yeah. yield some some yeah. good fruit. No, it definitely is. It got to yield. It I mean, is. you got people right now with this whole BLM and, Mm-hmm. You know, these Confederate flags coming down and certain schools changing names and people could be saying that's sitting here in good fruit. Um, we know there's certain people now who are actually like becoming more open for kindness in this mm-hmm. situation, being able mm-hmm. to show love to people. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Opening their doors to help people. I got neighbors that never mm-hmm. spoke to their neighbors before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now they are opening doors to where that's they are fellowshipping yeah. one another. Yeah sitting at the table with their children. So we are seeing, you know, mm-hmm. specific type of fruit. But I know as a mass, as as a whole, yeah, 
it has to be something because this is a world thing. This is an America thing. This is no, a Florida no, thing. Global. This is a world thing that's going yeah. on. So we know what's not being reported on the news too is a lot of people are coming to Christ. A lot of people. I've been are seeing that too. Jesus, man, you know, all around the globe. Um, like even the hot spot of where George Floyd got murdered on that avenue, there were Christians there with, um, you know, bringing their tub of water. And a lot of people were receiving Jesus, getting baptized right mm. on the corner where George Floyd had got murdered mm. at. So there's a lot of good that God is doing out of all the dark, evil craziness that's been happening this year. God's getting the glory. Yeah. And I believe it's, it's going to continue, man. It's because, you know, we need a we need a great awakening. We need something to wake us up out of that comfortable slumber that we're in where we're just living day to day and you know it's like one day is the same as the next and man there's a lot of people out there who don't know jesus man and you know we're sleeping like including myself man there's a lot of people that are just they're dying their mm. their souls are perishing mm. and, and we're just not talking about it but at the same time don't be deceived like you look at the headlines and it's nothing but doom and gloom because they don't broadcast the, the good news, like literally the good news of Jesus Christ, and a lot of people are getting saved as a result. So I want to throw that out there because you will never read that on CNN or Fox nah. News or any of these major networks. And personally, because of the work that we do, mm -hmm. you know, on a personal level, mm -hmm. I can tell you guys that, you know, behind the scenes, you have more and more people. I mean, my phone is ringing with people. Yeah. They just notice something off. Yeah. And they have so many questions, and mm -hmm. it's amazing. You know what I mean? Um, I know I know. for me, it's it's one of those things to where I know I got to go hard, mm -hmm. and I'm trying to figure out a way to operate in the, you know, the fruit of the spirit of gentleness. Mm -hmm. Because um, as much as I want to go hard and I want to flip some tables over, y'all don't even know. Um, I mean, a righteous anger. There, yeah, there, yeah. There's a side of me to where I'm able to sit here and not say, well, I told you so, or not say, mm -hmm. man, whatever, you know, <clears throat> y'all don't really want Jesus. It's, a, it's it's that gentleness to where mm -hmm. I have to bypass, like, oh, you're waiting for how crazy things are to want my Lord. It's, it's mm -hmm. more in a sense of, like, praise God that you knew all this time that something was real and something was more than what you were obtaining mm -hmm. and receiving from what the world's been offering. Yeah, and now you're realizing that, you know, I need more. I want more, and that's the beauty of it. Because I mean, if you look at the title of this this show, it's called Turning Tables, right? Yeah, and it is what it is, and it's really to, to, to flip over some tables, man. Flip, yeah, flip, flip over some <laughs> tables. Not just not just flipping over tables, but what the Lord showed me last year was mm -hmm. that when you flip over table, you expose what's going on under the table. Mm, that's good. What's going on under the table? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, 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 it's hidden. Mm -hmm. And we are able to actually see here and see. My family shared something. Mm -hmm. And it's 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 real. And um, I was meditating on it for the last, like, 45 seconds. But I believe I, I should share it. Mm -hmm. I really don't enter into, you know, congregations often unless mm -hmm. there's a purpose behind it. Yeah. And um, I met this family that just just was amazing and then the next day i met this amazing uh, man of god and they just happened to go to the same church 
and my wife met somebody and they went to the same church so we was like you know what if it's meant for us to go we're gonna go and our numbers are 11 11 we even have them mm-hmm. tattooed on our arms my wife yeah, got a yeah. tattoo on all it's 11 11 i literally realized i didn't have any gas in the car and I was going to try to make it there. I was like, Lou, man, come on. We can make it there by faith, yeah, right? Yeah. But I'm really messing with her because I don't want to go. Right, right. I, I really don't want to go. Because yeah. I'm like, I don't, I, don't, I don't go to church or whatever. Yeah. So I, she was like, don't play. Use wisdom. So mm-hmm. I stopped to get gas, and she showed me the phone on a GPS. She said, it says we're going to get there at 1111. <laughs> That's I, I crazy. Said, I said, but I'm pumping gas. Yeah, yeah. So I go to put my card in, yeah. and I put the wrong PIN code in. Word. So that takes time because now yeah. it has to reset itself. Yeah. So I'm pumping gas, mm-hmm. and then on my uh, emergency brake mm-hmm. pedal, yeah, the piece came off. Oh, okay. So as I'm pumping gas, mm-hmm. I'm going to sit here and fix the piece. All this taking and it's, time, and it's <laughs> all taking time, yeah. and I'm struggling to get the piece. And I realized, oh, snap, I'm adding too much gas. So I stopped and go look, mm. and it's past the mark of what I wanted to pay. Right, right. So I literally take it out, you know, whatever, whatever. And then I go, and I was like, you know what? My daughter going to fix this thing. Mm. Get in the car. Yeah. Driving. We get there at 1111. Wow. I don't know. There at 11, I don't know. Huh? I looked at the time. That's crazy. And I looked at Lou, and she was like, it's 1111. I said, it's 1111. yeah. yeah. I was like, Lord, whatever you got for us, let's get it. Mm. Whatever you got for us, let's get it. Yeah. So I said, text the lady that we met mm. and let her know that we're here. So she texted her. And the lady was like, oh, we're out of town. So now I'm even more upset. Like, yo, we came here to, <laughs> to see y'all. And- so the dude yeah. I met the next day, I yeah. text him and mm. said, yo, I'm here. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, I'm with my grandchildren. Mm. So the both people that invited us, they yeah. wasn't even there. They weren't there. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm hot. That's funny, bro. I'm hot, big. Cause yeah. I like yo. I could have got it into my living room. I don't do this whole congregation church, thing. Yeah. I don't do it. Yeah. So I get in there and I'm sitting in there. Worship, come on. I'm just going hard with the worship. My kids, we just enjoying mm-hmm. praising the Lord. Yeah. You know the whole traditional thing. You got two songs, three songs. Yeah, a few songs, and, and then, then the, the pastor, and then the word, and then you yeah. do one song at the end. So yeah, you know, yeah. I'm just like, let me yeah. just enjoy being around people that yeah. believe and love the Lord and operate in the same faith right. I do. So the pastor come out after the songs and everything. He start going in on prayer. Mm. And I was like, all right. So yeah. that's when I sat here and I... That's what the message is about? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was okay. on Matthew 7. Okay. You yeah, know what I mean? And just yeah. not keep knocking, keep, keep, knocking, keep, keep seeking, asking, keep, keep asking. You know what I mean? We heard this a hundred times, but it was yeah. perfect for me in this season. Yeah. Because of the ministry I'm operating in right now, mm-hmm. the office I'm operating in, like, you can't depend on man. Yeah. You know, you got to depend on the Lord, like, like beyond you can understand. Absolutely. When you operate in yeah. a given ministry. Yeah. You know, when you operate in a different ministry, you depend on offerings, you depend on mm-hmm. tithe, people tithing. Like, we're operating in a giving ministry, so everything right. is to, it's, it's 100% to give out. So, mm-hmm. I was like, wow. So, he just going on with a story. Then, boom, instantly, I got caught up in a vision. Mm-hmm. The vision, mm-hmm. I went and got on stage, but I was wearing something different. I was wearing like I was flashy. Mm, I was real way. flashy, shining and all of that. Yeah, and I got on. Something? Nah, it wasn't a suit. It was, it was dope gear, but it wasn't mm. a suit. Mm. It was jewelry and everything. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm. So I went up there. He didn't say anything. Yeah. And I just started doing sign language. I just started mm. doing sign language and everything. And I'm giving him a look like, yeah. how you gonna be up here, yo? And, and the people need to know this who are deaf. Mm-hmm. And it was over like within ten seconds, and I'm like, 
what the freak? So I started looking yeah. for anybody doing sign language. I didn't see nobody doing sign language. I'm like, so yeah. I left it alone, started listening yeah. to the message. Yeah, yeah. About 30 minutes later, mm-hmm. remember, 1122 is a pretty pretty big size church. It's a big church, yeah. Big church. It's like one of the biggest churches in Jacksonville. Yeah, it's very yeah. big. Yeah. So I looked to the right. And I see this little mm-hmm. African American woman all the way on the other side doing sign language. Oh, right. Okay. And I was like, "What?" I'm, I'm still bugging. I'm like, "Why? Why did you show me that, Lord?" Mm-hmm. I'm asking. I said, "Why did you show me up there?" Was she doing it for the crowd? No, for it, the hearing impaired is all the way to the right. Okay, so she was doing it for that. She was doing uh, for that, that section. Okay. So for I hear that, the Lord yeah. say, "Will they leave the same way they came?" Mm. And I was like, "What?" So would they would they leave deaf? Mm. And then he literally just dropped it on me. Mm. He said, "They coming to get a word from the pastor mm. when the word is Jesus. Nah. Yeah, they will have more mm. of an encounter with Jesus and be healed from it." Than they are just receiving the word from somebody signing to them. Yeah. And then I'm literally, that's when it was over. That's when I was like, there's no reason for me to be here anymore. I was like, thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. And started chopping it up with him. While he yeah. was up there talking, I was gone. You guys, my wife, I was gone. Yeah, just yeah. chopping it up with the Lord. Yeah. And just show me right now that mm-hmm. who actually literally goes to service mm-hmm. for the purpose of what it's for. Because you could go to the book of Matthew and he started just sitting here and breaking down what he started doing once he came out the wilderness. Who yeah. actually literally yeah. goes? Now, as mm-hmm. the people leave and get in their cars yeah. and they're leaving and mm-hmm. going on their way, how did they become so comfortable being deaf? So the Lord was, I'm asking the Lord, like, what are you, what are you, what are you talking to me about? Mm-hmm. Do you think they still want to be deaf? Mm-hmm. Do you think they want to go home deaf? Like, of course not. Mm-hmm. So why are they going home deaf? Mm-hmm. And it was just more like, I'm wondering if he's challenging me to just get up go and go himself. up there yeah. and, and, and go and start praying. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I didn't know. Yeah. And it was, and it hurt more that mm-hmm. I didn't know what it is that I should be doing, mm-hmm. which means that I'm operating in traditional religion. Mm-hmm. I'm operating in one of the reasons why yeah. I stopped going to congregation because it really is just a place to go and you fellowship and you mm-hmm. just end up sitting here and being cool and, and just enjoying yeah. each other. Yeah. But the people that are in a place mm-hmm. of where they don't want to be that way anymore, right. they stop going mm-hmm. for the change mm-hmm. and started going for just to relax and just to be able to enjoy and say, I went to church. Say that again. Right. So the people who want the change the people who want the change yeah. who need the change yeah they stop going for the change they stop going for the change yeah now okay. they just go yeah it's okay. like a person literally blind mm-hmm. and they're going and they're telling a the person yeah. hey do you guys actually have you know the earphones so i can hear the message from the mm-hmm. pastor mm-hmm. instead of going and saying well, who's the man of god here that is going to heal me of this sickness mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I I, did, I got remember you guys. I got caught up in a vision. I'm on stage, dressed real fancy and shiny, doing sign language, and I'm giving a pastor a look like, mm-hmm. "How dare you? Don't have nobody f- here for the deaf." Right, right. That's the look I was giving him. And then a few minutes later, I see this lady doing it, and then the Lord revealed to me why He brought me up there. Mm-hmm. It's because this is the new wave. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. You can literally pull up in a wheelchair into church. 
and they literally assign you to the handicap area. Mm. They assign you to chairs that are fit for you in the wheelchair mm. and not literally like the whole service is shut down specifically to make sure that that man get up and walk. Yeah, yeah. Man, when I say bro, like, I was like, because anytime he speak to me in 1111, yeah. it's literally for me. Right. It's literally something that he has for me. And us pull up at that, that time. Get your and attention. Find, find yeah. out the people that we, yeah. we were going for wasn't there. Right. <laughs> so I'm just upset about it. Yeah. But to find out that the Lord is just reminding me of why he even came across why I even mm. came across turning tables. So this is to those who are listening. Oh, let me let me go share something else. So I leave. I mean, we made connections that was just out of this world. Yeah. You might even meet some of these people on Wednesday. Like yeah, people yeah. you never even thought that would come. Yeah. And they want to join what it is that we're doing, mm-hmm. the gathering. Like they just was like mind boggled that we're doing it because every church has it. But when I explained to them what it really was, that like, yo, can we come? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm leaving, and I'm seeing this person that got to be like six two, six three, with a mask on, mm-hmm. and um, and a dress and everything like that. Yeah. And I'm going and I'm talking to the person, shake the person's hand and everything like that. And then he's like, "Hi, my name is Paulina." Mm-hmm. I started introducing him to my my wife and my kids. Then he pulled the mask down, and then I just was like, "Hold on, like hold on, what's going on?" And then just talking and having a conversation. Come to find out, they used to live in the same area I lived in actually the same street in New oh, Jersey wow. it was just crazy yeah and then they started talking about their father then leaned in mm-hmm. and said yeah yeah because I'm a transgender you know and um yeah mm-hmm. I used to dress up when I was a kid and um, my father was like oh, oh you you want to be a girl huh you want to be a girl and then you know my father you know we you know he started treating me like a, a girlfriend and stuff and wow. this this and this but he was like Yo, I'm just so happy that I'm able to you know be myself in the church now. He was like, I remember going to places and the church wouldn't, you know, accept me. But it feels good to know that churches are coming around and I can be myself hmm. and um, you know, and receive the love of Christ and this, this, and this. And mind you, you guys, I used to literally be at a place to where I, I just the sight and the thought of this just turned my stomach, hmm. and I instantly said. What's your number? <laughs> wow. Yeah. So what's your number? And the mm-hmm. brother gave me his number. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it was just a natural. I was about to type in yeah. transgender next to his name. <laughs> and I didn't because I will be giving him that as an identity. identity yeah. As yeah, a name. Yeah, yeah. So even putting Paulina, mm-hmm. I was going to put Paul, but I don't know if that's, that's his name or whatever like that. But I was like, Yo, this brother about to be coming on Wednesdays. Like, that's the only thing I could think about. Yeah. That's the only thing I could think about. Mm. And it was just saying, like, now I can see why I was there. Like, we can see that right now, whatever that is going on, yeah. it is not the word. Mm. It is not the word. It is no. not Christ. No. It is not at all the faith that we stand on. Mm-hmm. And people are more comfortable with it being this way. Because yeah. it keeps you comfortable. Mm. Now, we know that the spirit wrestles against the flesh. That is something you're going to deal with all day long. It doesn't matter if it's coming through. Yeah. You're going through with your children. You're going through with your spouse. You're going through with your coworker. You go, you're wrestling with it. You're dealing with something. But to be able to stay a certain way, mm. to operate a certain way, yeah. to not even care about receiving healing, 
to be going in a place where we're operating in the face of Christianity, which is Christ. Mm -hmm. It's like a beautician, a beautician that doesn't know how to do anything with beauty, (laughs) a musician that doesn't know nothing about music, a physician that knows nothing about physics. A Christian Mm -hmm. should know how to operate like Christ, and Christ would not be comfortable sitting there while a whole section of people are deaf. Right, yeah. And I was comfortable. Hmm. I was comfortable. Yeah. And I didn't jump up and like, with such a righteousness in me, like mm. ready to run over there and say, who who wants to hear? Who, yeah. who Who's here to hear? Mm. Who's actually here? Who's here to hear? Yeah. Who's here to hear right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That w- it was a service to me. I was sitting mm. down, just enjoying the music, enjoying that, whatever. And to see the leader of the place just speaking Mm-hmm. And to know that he hired this person mm-hmm. for the people who are deaf. Yeah. yeah. So it, it was just, it was just, this is why mm. we turn tables is not to cause a ruckus that would cause us to be, you know how the scripture lets us know, do not let your good be evil spoken of. Right, right. But we know even though Jesus was good, his stuff mm-hmm. was spoken of in a way. So we know what the scripture is telling us. We know what the scripture is telling us. That's not why we're turning tables. Mm. We're turning tables to be able to expose the things. We're right. turning tables to be able to wake people up mm-hmm. of what's going on. Do you not want somebody who was blind to be able to receive receive sight? Yeah. Or somebody who was deaf to be able to hear the voice of their children? Of course we do. Mm-hmm. Somebody who actually is still dealing with what they went through with their father as a child yeah. to now be able to say I can be in a church and be who I am hmm. this is what a man who became his father girlfriend is telling me I now can be who I am in church hmm. in a place where Christ reigns in God's house we have to turn tables we have to speak the truth, and the truth is always going to set people free. Yeah. Unless we want, unless we want to do it. Mm-hmm. So I just know this just came. Cause I even told my brother before we started speaking. I was like, "Yo, if I offend you in any way, yo, just speak about." I had yeah. something complete. That I'm telling you guys, he does not allow us to talk about what we want to talk about. Nah. I, I had something completely different. Did you to say talk it? about? Did you say it already? What? what no, my... I didn't. We didn't get a chance to talk about it. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if that's what would offend me or not. That's what I was. No, no, possibly no. offend me. Yeah. No, it was about. Okay. It was about. I was gonna go in about brotherhood. Yeah. I was telling you on the phone oh, yesterday, okay. like yo, okay. I'm gonna start talking about the brothers. Yeah, yeah. Because when Jesus pointed to all the brothers, the thing yeah. that he said was, yeah. "Those who does the will of my Father." Yeah. So he's yeah. just teaching me that be careful just calling okay. people brothers. Yeah. Because even the people that was going to the sons of Sceva thought they were operating in the will of God. Yeah. Not everybody who's operating in this faith is operating in the will of God. Mm. They're just part of they're just part of the religion, you know? Yeah. So I was gonna sit here and go deep yeah. so we can sit and examine ourselves and be able to say, like, are we actually brothers to people? Mm-hmm. Are we brothers? Are we neighbors? Are we yeah. burden carriers? Yeah, yeah. Are we warring? Yeah. Do do we have Knees that are like the the, the feet of camels, mm. like are our knees full of callus because we can't stop praying for our brothers, we can't yeah. stop warring for them, their marriages, their children. Yeah. So the Lord was correcting me and letting me know, like, 
you're you're not really a brother to your brothers. Mm. So that's what I was going to go in on. But just sharing this right now, man, it's to let you know there's nothing against a man of God accepting a call to be able to bring forth the word to to people who are wanting to hear the word. But Mm. just remember that the word is Jesus. Jesus manifested in the flesh. The word is Jesus. So if we are bringing the word, we can't bring it without bringing Jesus and Jesus would not be comfortable with anybody dealing with anything mm. that is a bondage to them in some type of way and somebody who yeah. can't hear yeah yeah man yeah. I, like like you were saying it's just a comfortable thing that's what you were basically saying right mm-hmm. you so, we're so comfortable now just sitting in the pew and then listen to this message and it's the formula we talked about it in the beginning where you get a couple worship songs and then you hear a message and then you hit the uh, altar call with the last worship song. That's kind of like how you end uh, the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? How you end the show. Um, definitely, man, that comfortability. And a lot of churches, a lot of uh, a majority, I would say, of, of the church doesn't believe in healings, doesn't believe in miracles like that, that it's for today. And if even if they do, they don't really believe it all the way. You know what I'm saying? They don't believe like to the point where you're going to have a healing service or you're going to stop the church and the flow of things on, to go. And, hey, I'm going to I want to I feel led to lay hands on this person, because obviously when you examine the life of Jesus, mm. that was wherever he went, people were getting healed. And the only time where people didn't get healed was when he went to his hometown. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because of the lack of power mm-hmm. on Jesus. And it was, the, yeah. it was the, their lack of belief. Yeah. Because they were like, who is this guy? I know, I've know i seen him growing up. I've seen him it's working Joseph's hey, at Joseph's shop. And mm-hmm. now he's talking like this. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's, that's why he said a prophet's not honored in his in hometown. His own yeah. And a lot of times it's kind of like that in your even in your own household, you know what I'm saying, or people around you, because they like they see they they let their sight overcome their faith. That's mm-hmm. why we must live by faith, not by sight. But yeah, definitely, man. And just to think about the word comfortable, you know what I'm saying? It's like the Holy Spirit is the comforter. It's one of his his names. One of his titles. Yeah. So it's like, how can you be? If you're so comfortable, how can you invite the comforter to come? Mm-hmm. Because then you're so comfortable. You got to get uncomfortable to get the comfort of the Holy Spirit. You know, <laughs> invite him in to really like right, right, to right, do right, his right. thing. Yeah. And and yeah, man, that, you know, that's that's one of the things that we do turn tables over, man. It's just the church, the, the Western church, at least in America, man, we just have this formula and it's about numbers. It's about how many people can we get? To fill these seats so that we can keep these lights going on so we can get these bills paid so we can do all these fancy things get the smoke machines and the laser light shows and and build this giant congregation of a bunch of people who are dead inside you know what i mean and it's not like that for the entire church but we've been to church enough to where we know like this is that type of church and you know one of the biggest churches in in, in jacksonville man um, their pastor, and I think I told you this, but their pastor celebrations. I think maybe the biggest church in Jacksonville, right? It is. He, he did an altar call one time because he had this vision, open vision, 
during a, a like a Sunday service where they were doing communion and they were talking about teaching about the Hebrew customs of what it means and and that changed and that wrecked him where he realized man I built this church for man I didn't build this church for God and he came out and was honest about that but one service he you know this is like thousands and thousands 7,000 member church or something like mm -hmm. that where he did an altar call he said man I hear someone has this you know suicidal thoughts or they think about killing themselves and so he did an altar call you know and he was scared to do it because he was like man that's this is something we don't do i don't want people to feel a certain way and this and this but he was he 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 just obeyed he obeyed and when he did the altar call 400 or some people came up to the, the front and these are people like he said has been in his congregation for years and he's like, yo, for real? And then once he's seen it, he said he just wept. This is what happens when you preach Come on. without love. You know what I'm saying? That's why 1 Corinthians 13 is like, man, you could do all these things. All those things. You can give your body to be burnt up. You can sacrifice. You can, But if without love, it's like a clanging mm. cymbal or a gong. You know what I'm saying? It's meaningless. It has no worth. And how many, how many churches, man, that are just, like, dead? You know what I mean? Like, that's what I knew. I didn't grow up in a church. But then when I started going to a church, I was in my 20s by then, like, early 20s. I was like, oh, this is church. But then, like, after a while, when I started growing in the Lord, I realized this is not the Bible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is not the Bible. When I read the Bible, I don't see this. Mm. So, you know, I, I, I quickly started seeing through the shallowness of, of what we made church to be, which is man-made and not God-made, you know. And so, and that kept started me on a journey of just, you know, finding out who the Lord is. Who am I really in the Lord? Mm. And lead, find, make, helping me to find my identity in Christ, you know, because there was a point where, you know, I was leading in a church in a smaller capacity and doing, you know, leading a group and I'm seeing fruit. But part of me was like, I even confessed to, um, you know, the leader of the men's groups at that time when I was at that church where I was like, yo, I'm like, I'm struggling with porn sometimes, mm. you know, and. And I was like, I don't know if I'm fit to, to lead this group. And he was real. He was like, honestly, man, there's probably a lot of guys. They just don't are not bold enough to come and confess it. But, you know, I was like, you know, we were trying to figure out what the root is. And, you know, he was kind of going on some deep stuff like, oh, you know, it's your lack of wanting to be in control and this, this, or the, the urge to be in control. And I'm like, nah, you know what it is? I'm bored. <laughs> I'm bored. I'm bored with church. I'm bored with going to sun, uh, Sunday service and maybe having a Wednesday night um, group mm. meeting and just trying to be a better Christian and trying to be this and this and this in the eyes of man. And because it was so surface level, it didn't touch my heart. You know what I'm saying? Because at, at first it's nice. You know, it's like, okay, it's touching my mind and it's touching, reach, God's reaching my heart. But then you get to a certain point where you just, it's just all mental and there's no heart in it. And so, you know, that's that's what happened. I got bored, man. I was like, there's got to be more to this. My spirit was crying out. I didn't know at the time. My spirit Jesus. was crying out. There's got to be more to this. 
than, than what I'm seeing. And then, yeah, then eventually, man, I, he showed me, yeah, there's a lot more to this, you know. Hmm. And I got to know Jesus personally and not just through uh, what others were saying he was, who he was. Just like he asked Peter, he's like, who do you say that I am? Yeah. I know the other people saying you, you, you're Elijah or you're this prophet. But who do you but say, who do that, you I say that I am? And I had to ask myself that question. Like, who do you say Jesus is? And then when I discovered, I'm like, bro, this is, you know, I started weeping in my quiet times with the Lord. And I believe he delivered me a lot of stuff, man. Delivered me a lot of things. And so, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm not offended at all if you share stuff with me. Because I'm part of a congregation. I'm part of a church. I'm a leader at my church now. And um, I definitely don't see my church as being that, as that type of church. Although there is, it's not like 100% like um, I think we all believe uh, church should be. But definitely like, man, you know, I, I, I love the, the brothers and the leaders and the sisters at my church, man. They, they brought a lot of healing personally Me to too. my life and like. I'm not against the church, you know what I'm saying? I'm mm. I'm for the church. Um, I I think it does a lot of good. I just think we need to wake up, you know what I'm saying? I think we need to wake up, and we need to be doing it, not just in the building, because the church isn't just a building. Mm-hmm. Man, the church is the people. It's us. So we really need to be living and walking just like Jesus, just like the disciples were doing, where you're delivering, you're you're bringing the healing to the people, you're bringing the deliverance to the people, you're bringing, you know what I'm saying, and it's not like we have to bring them to this building, you know what I'm saying. God bless the building, you know, like the, the, <laughs> but the, the church, why, the, the church why, isn't confined in the four walls. The reason why I know that is because I know I know how He moved with me. Yeah. And, you know, like, let me play it back for y'all again so y'all ain't got to rewind. Yeah. I'm in a parking lot. I'm in a parking lot having a conversation with another brother. A family walks up, sees my shirt, says, I love your shirt. You know what I'm saying? Literally walks away. But as the husband is walking away, he turns around and goes to mumble something. You know, I mean, goes around to say something, but he didn't fully say it. So I looked at him and a few seconds as he walking away, I screamed and yelled, you got something you want to tell me? Mm. And he turned around, pointed his finger at me and came charging at me. Philippians 419. You know what I mean? <laughs> what's, what's, I got to pull that up. Philippians 419 that the mm. Lord, you know, meet all your needs, you know what I mean? And, mm. and Like you can go ahead and pull it up. Yeah, pull it but up. he didn't know that for the last couple of days, I've been literally going to my GoFundMe a hundred times a day, seeing if anybody donated, <laughs> because it's just been real tough for me for these mission trips and mm. getting the support. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm always going on my phone, yeah. and even as I'm standing there with Lloyd, I keep checking, wondering like, comes like a reflex. Is it on my alert? Like, like, yeah. like, am I getting it? So I'm checking to see maybe I'm missing or whatever. Mm. And when he turned around and pointed at me, I, I mean, everything that we was talking about just stopped. Wow. So I literally went into the store to make yeah. sure it wasn't an angel, to yeah. see if I can find him again. Yeah. And I yeah. found him, and I gave him my card. I said, mm. you don't even know what you just did, man. I said, I wow. want to bless you with some shirts. Go to my website, mm. 
go to my website and go ahead and sit here and put some shirts in the cart. Yeah. Call me and I'm going to just go ahead and bring them to you. Don't worry about paying for them. Mm. And when I say, bro, within a little bit of time, I hear alert go off in my phone, yo. Mm. And it's the wife, yo, of the man. Wow. Bro, I don't, don't want to sit here and even expose like what they donated. Mm. But they donated twice. And put it like this. Yeah. They donated 60%, just of what, 50, yeah. 50% yeah. to 60% of what is in there now. Wow. And I'm halfway to my goal. Put it like that, you guys. Man, bro. And then all their people that's on their page, she shared mm. on her page the whole story of how everything happened. I'm going to show you. Oh, where? Yeah. Shared yeah. everything of how it happened. Wow. And her friends are now donating. So Whew. when they literally, my wife went to go yeah. meet with her dolo. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole nother story. She started sharing everything that she's been going through. And now her mm. and my wife are connecting and they, they meeting yeah. up and stuff. So they, they told us where they go fellowship. Yeah. The next day I meet a guy in a parking lot. He told me where he go fellowship. He's just in love with the shirt. Mm. Yo, we need somebody like you down at our church. I'm like, well, what church is that? 1122. Mm. Mm. So I'm like, oh, okay. My wife, somebody else told her the same thing. Mm. So I was like, let's just go. So I'm already in mode like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. And then you got the two people that invited us. The three people that invited us are not there. Hmm. They're somewhere else. And we get there at the time at 11-11, even though I stopped for gas and spent five minutes getting gas. And you just can't write this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I know it was a purpose. Matter of fact, I'm going to share something else to you guys. Mm-hmm. If that wasn't enough for you to know that the Lord is calling me for a specific position to be turning some tables in churches right now. Yeah. We in the house right yesterday, last night, and my daughter's looking for a bag that has all our stuff in it, keys, mm-hmm. a, a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. And my wife is just like, check the car. So she checked the car. It's not there. Checking everywhere around the house. And she's like, I didn't leave it anywhere. Here she come late at night. Mm-hmm. She's like, I left the bag at the church. I'm like, no, you didn't. She's mm-hmm. like, I left it at the church. Mm-hmm. And it hit me right then and again. Because I already said I wasn't going back. Mm. I already said that when I was leaving. Yeah, yeah. I ain't going back to that place. Are you bugging? <laughs> like, are you? Yeah, yeah. Because think about it. Like, he called mm-hmm. me. It was a vision. He called me to yeah. the stage. And the way yeah. I was looking at the pastor was I was upset with him mm. because he didn't have somebody there signing and giving the people the word. But it wasn't literally signing. Mm. It was like I was dressed like Aaron on the stage. It wasn't the fact that I was upset at him for not giving people you know, to sign somebody to be signing, mm. the Lord was showing me that I was upset at him because he didn't have anybody there to give them what they needed. Mm. Yeah. It wasn't the signing. Right. It was more it, than that. Because yeah. it didn't make any sense. Like, who goes yeah. to a service and get called to a vision and, and it's about people who yeah. need sign language? Yeah. Then I look to the right, see somebody signing, and hear the Lord say, are they going to leave the same way they came? Mm. So whatever it is that the Lord has for the body, Mm-hmm. Which is the whole, just just the fivefold, just everything that has to do with what we lining up to, yeah. the body of Christ, the whole body, the hands, the arms, mm-hmm. the head, the feet. Yeah, he literally wants us well, and we are not going to get well. Can you imagine if my right hand is beefing with my left hand? Mm-hmm. I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. I can't even shower right. You I know what I'm saying? That's a good point, man. Yeah, it's like as much trash we talk about the church, man, mm-hmm. we really need the unity. Because, yes. like, the way God spoke to me, I used to have this, like, anger towards the church, too. Like, 
<laughs> even when I was part of you know those these type of churches, where I'm like, yo, y'all need to be preaching this. Y'all need to be preaching that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then Holy Spirit. <laughs> yo, for real. I'll be like angry during the service. And, yo. And Holy Spirit would just. Every single time he, he get that he, behind whooping. Yeah, he was Every like. Every single he was, he got He brought me to James. And he was like, the the spirit, the wisdom of God is first of all, peaceable. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I definitely don't got no peace. So this is not the spirit of God. And then after that, I was right. I was like, you know what? Yo. You know, I. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be a blessing and not a burden, and that's why I made the decision to be a blessing and not a burden. To, Bro, to it was church. one time where I came in, and I'm sitting down with Lou, <laughs> and I'm literally heated because they starting the service like yeah. 20 minutes late, bro. Yeah, and I'm talking all type of stuff, and this is like in the middle of the service now. Yeah, now it's like an hour and a half in, mm-hmm. and then out of nowhere, the, the pastor see him be preaching and speaking, and he stop and say. If anybody in here is grumbling about the time we started service today, <laughs> just know that yeah. the Lord is a spontaneous Lord. Like, <laughs> yo, no, you can ask Lou every is, single time. Yeah, yeah. It has never failed when I'm sitting there and I'm yeah. leaning over to her complaining. Yeah. It always happened to where whatever I'm saying, they would stop. <laughs> so I would get that behind okay. open. Yeah, that's dope, man. I stopped going. That's good. Because it hurted me more yeah. that I wasn't in position. There was times where I would be like, yo, can I can I meet with the pastor? Yeah. And literally, oh, yeah, well, here's his number. Leave a message with his secretary. Like, I never was in position to where whatever I'm hearing mm-hmm. or whatever I'm going through, I can go bring it to them. Right. It was like to the point where I had to sit there and just deal with the fact of what it is that's going on. But I mm-hmm. feel right now, because it's not a coincidence at all. I'm believing those. Yeah. I believe next Sunday I'm going to get a chance to talk to this man. Amen, bro. I believe it. I believe, yeah. I believe something. Mm-hmm. Because there's no way... We gonna allow a man that went through what he did as a child with his father say, mm. "This is my identity, and the church accepts me now." Yeah, because he has a bathroom he has to go into. Mm-hmm. So which one is it? Right? Is it the one with my daughter JoJo? Mm-hmm. Or is it the one with my son John James? Yeah. No matter how you sit here, you look at it, it's still some type of confusement there. Yeah, exactly. So there is no healing. There's the identity needs to be discovered. And that's man. the healing. Yeah, yeah. That's the healing. Yeah. So, And then people coming in death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you have a, a, a area for yeah. people who literally are being wheeled in wheelchairs to mm-hmm. make it more comfortable, yeah. that word again, Yeah. for them to know, like, okay, this church actually don't have stairs I got to come up. Right. They got a handicap ramp for me. I can literally go into this place. Like, bro. And then you got those who literally say he ain't got to even leave. Like, now we're going to see him give you the business through television yeah. or the internet. Yeah. But the Lord is saying, come. Yeah. The Lord is saying, come. So I truly believe that whatever it is that's happening in this whole season, there's awakening of power. Definitely. That is being yeah. dropped on. Yeah. I, bro, it's, next it's, Sunday. It's I, prophesied, man. Bro. It's, it's got to come. Bro, it's coming. Because to where it got, it's not deniable anymore. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I, I think definitely one thing that what's going on and what we talk about 2020 now is shaking people up out of their comfortability <laughs> to let you know how fragile this this whole setup is. Like, oh, you think everything is no, no. you're gonna stay in your house. No, you gotta wear masks. No, you you don't see how fragile this this whole setup is, and, and that we need to really know who God is. You know what I'm saying? So you about to take a bath. Yeah. And, and, and fiberglass. Oh, 
Yeah, I felt that before. That, that's that, yeah. <laughs> One time I made the mistake, man. It was like this fiberglass <laughs> tank, and I had my shirt off, and I was a kid, and I was like, "Man, my back is itchy." No, so you I, didn't, bro. Yeah, bro. I was like, "Yo, this feels good." No, you didn't. Yeah, bro. yeah. And then like, oh. then five, like, couple minutes later, my my back was on fire. Fire, bro. bro. Like, I yeah, remember I was doing installation for yeah. a little bit, and I didn't know. Yeah. I really didn't know what the heck that yeah. that was. It looked like. We call it the Pink Panther thing. Like, yeah. it's all pink it's all and stuff. sparkly and stuff. And I didn't know what it was. A young kid helping out my family in construction, bro. But, man, that's what I just seen. <laughs> Lord, y'all ninjas, people out there right now, man, is about to be about to be taking baths in fiberglass. <laughs> about to be uncomfortable. That's fire, It's about bro. to be shaking up. This comfortability yeah. of people not being healed, this comfortability of people yeah, not operating fully in the spirit. These mm-hmm. people to where it's just about receiving some some, you know, a message with a few jokes in it mm. and then going about their ways. Nah. Uh uh-uh. uh. Mm-hmm. This 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 world that is full of darkness and we are the light and we are the salt of the earth, there's no way we can continue on this way. Yeah. So this is the most gentle turning tables. You are going to receive. I don't want to say it's the last one, but I kind of do. After this, mm-hmm. if I get the green light, I'm going in. But Go I love, on, I'm going in. I am not, <laughs> bro. I am not playing. I got, yeah. I got people out there right now who was a girlfriend to their father, and now they mm. feel more comfortable they ever felt in their life because they can be themselves, which is a grown man in a dress in a congregation and I actually believe he was in leadership because he was hanging with the, 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 the leaders. Heartbreaking. So this is a gentle turning tables. We didn't make the rope yet. Mm. Remember when you read the word, it said Jesus made the rope. That's premeditation. Yeah. Right. That takes time. So yeah, this, he is weaved a, that <laughs> this is a gentle turning tables. Joint. We love y'all. We appreciate everybody who listening. This episode was just really just us being completely free with the spirit. Mm-hmm. We had, I literally was going to talk about something else, but just like in the beginning of the episode, I told you. Never it, works out. It never way. works out. Yeah. I was going to talk about the brotherhood. It never works out. So love you guys. Peace and blessings. Yeah. Um, we want to keep these things fuego nice and hot for you. Go ahead and share yeah. it. Please share it's it. It's been a minute. Please share it and continue yeah, to keep sharing it. These are the messages that we believe that the world needs to hear. Peace and blessings. Keep us in your prayers. Love y'all. Love y'all.